Hey, welcome to the Present and Accounted For podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Lynn. I'm an emotional growth coach and a pet care loving professional, and I love being able to share about my own transformation journey, along with hearing about how others are transforming their lives. I'm not a psychologist. However, our human experience intrigues me so much. Neuroscience has studied and shown that about 95% of our lives are being lived out through the programming of our subconscious mind. This means that the majority of our moments in life are experienced without complete awareness. The majority of our subconscious is being programmed in the first seven to 14 years of our life. We take cues from society and culture around us about what's good, bad, acceptable, not acceptable, and we shape our decisions around those things. It's actually brilliant to me that we're designed this way. And what's even more brilliant is that there's a thing called neuroplasticity, which is the brain's ability to change. I share all of this to say that change isn't easy, but I believe it's possible. There are sometimes areas where patterns have been going so strong for decades in our life. So it's not so simple to simply say an affirmation or to just think a different thought for 30 days and you'll be changed. These things are certainly helpful. It just runs so deep in us that it takes time. I think it takes curiosity and an openness to consider seeing something that maybe we haven't seen before. In my experiences, I've learned it is possible to be more present in life. And one of the biggest steps I took towards this was beginning to take accountability for myself and the life I was wanting to create. I hope that you enjoy today's episode. Hey there, friends. Welcome back to another episode here on the podcast. So glad you are here tuning in. I wanted to have a chat with you about my road trip that I had taken in July this year. There's so many things that I moved through and processed and so many ways that it changed my life and impacted me in really, really profound ways. And I just want to take a moment to talk about one that's been sticking out to me a lot lately. And it was an experience I was having, it was near the tail end of my trip where I ended up finding this small little town. And of course the name has escaped me right now. Um, but regardless of all of that though, um, it was really lovely because it was an Airbnb. I was renting out a room and there was a husband and wife that owned the house. And so ended up connecting with them and kind of hanging out and they were chatting with me about some things in the area that were really cool to see. Um, and some things that were, I mean, there's tons of hiking, in that whole area, but, um, there's a park, it's called grandfather mountain. And so they were telling me about it. And I think it was probably about an hour drive and it's got a mile high bridge and I don't know, it just, um, it sounded fun, sounded like a good adventure. And so I decided to go and the night before when I had first arrived to this house, um, I just kind of had a chill, chilled out night. I had dinner and then I just decided to check out movies. And there was this movie, Celine Dion. I think that she might've even produced it. And this girl used to be my jam. <laughs> One of the many jams that I had in the early 2000s. Um, and so the minute that I saw her name, I was like, oh my gosh, this is great. So this movie is called Love Again total romantic movie. And the premise of the whole movie is basically, you know, losing love and finding it again. And so I decided to watch it. And of course, like moved by the story and lovely and everything was fine. I really was enjoying the music though, because it was tied in with like new Celine music and then also OG Celine music. And so 
I was driving and decided I wanted to listen to the soundtrack. Um, and I'm telling you, like road trips are so great for introducing yourself to different music genres because you have hours in the car. And so it's really fun because then it's like, oh, I can try and listen to this album or this album and see, you know, see what it's like kind of thing. And so I listen to a lot of different styles of music and yeah, it was good fun. But anyway, I'm listening to the soundtrack and I'm driving up this mountain. And of course, I mean, guys, it's a freaking love story. And so of course there's going to be like these like moving moments. Okay. So then there is this instrumental song that starts playing so beautiful so beautiful and there's these really gorgeous crescendos and all of a sudden I start crying as I'm driving up this mountainside right like super windy roads and um and it's not really that uncommon for me to be emotional because that's just one of the ways that I express myself and so I just get moved by things and crying tends to be uh, my response to really most like anything that I feel so even if I'm like really angry sometimes I can cry <laughs> Um, or sad, or if I'm really happy, really moved. Yeah, so it's like totally a thing for me. So I start tearing up, don't think anything of it, right? Just like, okay, yeah, this is moving. You know, I'm feeling it in my body, it's just moving me. Well, then it got to a point where it was like ugly crying, like keep your eyes open, Jess. You're on a mountainside driving right now. And I ended up needing to pull off on the side of the road. And uh, so I park. And I just sob. I just absolutely sob. And this trip brought up so much in me emotionally. Um, just so many things that I think are just so easy or can be. I'm just going to speak for myself. Like can be so easy for me to run from and, you know, just keep myself busy and distracted. So like, uh, you know, I'm, I am a social person. And so I like really connecting with people, but you know, I've gone through like two big breakups here in my life and it's, it was my marriage. And then it was a relationship that I had after, um, after that, after my divorce. And then I ended that relationship at the beginning of, um, 2023. And so right now this year has been a year filled with me doing more of my independence than I've ever done in my life. And it's been, really, really healing for me. But it also brings up a lot in those, um, in those moments of like being alone. It brings up a lot that I just really feel so present to really being with and really wanting to move through the things to be able to heal so that I can move forward in my life. Right. And I mean, this road trip was, I think that's why it was probably really hard for me to make the decision. I know I checked in on an earlier episode around um, how difficult it was for me to like take the step to actually go on this trip. And I was making it mean about just some of the emotional things that I was going through with losing my aunt and grieving and all of those things. But really, I think the deeper thing is that I've never, number one, I've never done anything like it before. I've never allowed myself to be alone in that capacity and to really like step into a place of trust, like self-trust. You know, I have lived a lot of my life just keeping it safe because in the safety, it's a, it's what I know and it's what I can predict. I know what the outcomes are. And so then it just becomes it like, okay, this, this is the place that I'm going to live. This is the certainty that I would prefer to live in. And so um, you know, everything about the trip just was like the opposite of the way that I'd been like living my life. So of course, then being on this solo trip is going to be bringing up a crap ton of things that maybe I hadn't had the space before 
to really look at and really process. So um, back to the story here, I'm mountainside at this rest stop and I'm just sobbing. And then I open up my phone and I, you know, I do some verbal processing and yeah, I ended up seeing this part of me um, for probably like the first time. And I guess when I say seeing this part for the first time, it's like the depth of it. It was the first time that I saw the depths of it. So I was just processing this pain that I was feeling. It was just like, I feel like there's this part of me that's like so heartbroken, but what could I possibly be heartbroken about? Like life is okay, (laughs) you know? And yeah, I've experienced like some really hard stuff, right? Some like really painful things in my life and some painful betrayals and painful endings and like hard stuff. Except I'm like, but I'm good. You know, it's just, it's so interesting because there's that part that's just like, thinking back to the episode about just telling myself that I'm fine or that things are fine. And, um, and I do think that those are, those can be like really encouraging and comforting words from time to time. But in this moment, as I'm processing, it's like, what is it that I'm feeling so heartbroken about? And as I kept processing, I was realizing that like, there is a part of me that, and this was then, right? So like, I know that things have been shifting and changing within me. And so I'm really grateful for this and all of the shift and change that's happening is a result of this awareness that came up here, but just aware of this part of me that's actually like really closed off. So there's like this part of my heart that was really feeling, um, like what I was sensing with it as I was processing this pain. And I was actually feeling like physical pain in my chest, um, as I was like in the emotion of whatever the heck was coming up. And as I was like with it and talking it through was like, I was realizing, oh my gosh, this is the part of me that has been heartbroken. Like a part of me that has just experienced some really profound heartbreak in different seasons of my life. And I would venture to say that that's true for all of us, even though it looks so different for every one of us in some capacity, even if it's not, I mean, right now I'm, I'm thinking as I'm chatting about this, I'm thinking about the um, romantic partnerships that I've had, but I've even experienced heartbreak in friendships. And so I was just like with that part of me and I was just feeling the heartbreak and it was so, it was so sad and it was so painful. And then I was like, okay, so wait a minute, like this part of me that's like heartbroken, I actually was seeing that this part of me is actually super closed off and really, really protective of like really opening up and allowing like vulnerability and connection with people, whether it's romantic, platonic, you know, whatever it is, that this part of me has been so hurt that it's closed off and it has decided to just be really guarded about how we show up in certain areas of our life. And so as I was like, this is the thing that's like just really interesting and crazy about it is that I have always considered myself to be a pretty vulnerable person. Um, I mean, the things that I bring to just conversations in general with people, I feel pretty open. And so this was really confusing to me when I was first witnessing it is like, wait a minute, like, but I'm a vulnerable person. How could this part of me be closed off? Cause I feel like I'm pretty open and pretty vulnerable. Um, but then it was like, oh my gosh, this part of me isn't really allowing the full, the fullness of love that might be available to me to receive um, from the world. 
I have not been receiving that full capacity of love. And it's because this part is like so scared. It's like so scared of being hurt again. And so I, so this part is like so in protect mode that it's like, it's been on lockdown. (laughs) And uh, I was thinking about, um, I'm referencing so many episodes right now and I'll put, I'll put it in the show notes, um, these different episodes, but um, I had a visual about, you know, the actual physical door and, you know, opportunity knocking. And this is an area of my life. I mean, when I first recorded that episode, I was still really present with a lot of these feelings that I'm talking about right now and this experience that I had while I was on my trip. And I was like still moving through a lot of it. And so I couldn't even talk about it (laughs) because it was like, I mean, like, it's like if this part of my heart had a door, right? Like if I just visualize this door, it's like the door is sealed shut. It's locked. It's dead bolted. Um, you know, I like, I threw the key in a forest or something. I mean, like, that's literally what it was feeling like when I was recording that episode. And so that was really hard to witness and to see and like connect with that part and realize that, oh my gosh, like this part like really is so shut down to receiving more love, um, from, from people and from the world because it's not trusted. And, I had this moment of like, okay, wait a minute. So like, I'm not trusting of people. Like, what does that even mean? And it's like, oh no, it's not about that. I'm not trusting of people. It's like, I'm not trusting of myself. And that was the big freaking aha moment for me where this being closed off part, I want to make it about other people. I want to make it about how other people have, um, have maybe hurt me or, I mean, and I know that I've also hurt people too, you know? So I know that I'm not coming out of these situations and these challenges, um, you know, clean hair saying that it's all someone else's, um, doing that's like caused this pain. I mean, like I've caused my own self pain and heartbreak. And I know I've probably caused other people pain and heartbreak and, um, not probably, I know I have. And so those are like really hard things to sit with, but to be able to see that like, oh, I don't trust it, but it's like, oh, it's not, it's not that I don't trust it. It's that I don't trust myself. And, as long as I live in that space of not trusting myself, I am not going to be in a space of being able to trust others. And so, and it's not to say that I don't trust myself or I don't trust others. It's just that um, this was an area of my life that I have basically I've kind of like closed off to because of the discomfort of being with it. And obviously this trip was this opportunity for me to have awareness around it and to begin to witness it and to be present with it and to see too that like even though when I was seeing it and it was on the cusp of listening to this soundtrack that was all about love um, and of course I also just really appreciate the fact that I usually listen to love songs and I'm so detached from them because I'm like oh yeah this is like a love song to myself and (laughs) because that's the way that I filter things uh just try and see opportunity to have a different perspective about things. Um, but to be in this space where it's like, oh yeah, okay, this is a love song. And these are actually like hitting because, um, you know, because I have experienced heartbreak in romantic relationships and, oh, for as long as I let that part of me be closed off, I am limiting how much I can 
receive and how much I can give, you know, to the world and from the world. And so, um, it was a really profound moment for me and probably a really defining moment, honestly, as I'm thinking about it, because I think that it was from that moment that I realized what that trip represented for me was really just massive, massive learning around surrendering and trusting because I experienced so many things on that trip going completely differently than the way that I planned. I thought that I was already being pretty spontaneous and pretty free spirited in the planning of this trip by not having all of the uh, T's cross I's dotted with the planning and everything. And yet then for um, one of my primary accommodations to fall through, which was like two to three weeks worth of the trip. And then to go from like thinking that I knew (laughs) what I was doing, where I was going to like, I have no idea. I have no idea. And it was just, it was literally a trust fall. I think about Pink's song, Trust Fall. I'll put a link in the show notes. (laughs) There's going to be a lot of links in the show notes (laughs) this week. Um, But yeah, Pink's song, Trust Fall. Oh my gosh. I mean, it just feels like this trip was a trust fall because it turned my life completely upside down in the best, most painful, most liberating, most freeing, most joy-filled ways. Just wild, absolutely wild. So that was like one of my, one of my big moments on the trip because then I was just like aware of this, you know, part that is needing healing and is needing, um, needing more love and not even not, it's not about love from other people. It's about like me giving that part of me more love and more acceptance. And, and really, I do think that there's probably elements too of it, like being about forgiving myself too, because it's really hard. Um, like boundaries are difficult. I feel like in general in life and and when I like refer to the ones that I feel like are difficult are the ones where we're doing it in a really honoring way, in a really loving way, and in a protective kind of way, and not in a punitive or punishing kind of way. And so when I think about some of the hardest moments in my life, it's been because I haven't maybe set boundaries and have needed to. Um, and this probably isn't true about everything, but like I didn't set boundaries when I needed to. And when I say that, like I needed to, it's like, I needed to be able to protect myself. You know, something wasn't feeling like alignment. Something wasn't feeling good to me. And when I'm not setting boundaries for myself, I end up compromising integrity, like compromising my integrity with it. And then I end up kind of creating almost like this vulnerability of like getting hurt in it because I'm, because I'm not allowing myself to just maybe like draw a line in the sand and say, no, we're not going to do this anymore. And so in the ways that I have been growing in my life over the past, I don't know, five years, you know, in like the really big, really, really big decision being, um, choosing to end my marriage and, and divorce, you know, from a relationship and a marriage that I had for nearly 12 years. And, um, that was like a really hard boundary. That was probably one of the, one of, well, I shouldn't even say one of the first really hard because I can think of other times I was setting boundaries and they were so painful, just so hard to do. Um, but it just, it hurt. It's so hard. (laughs) Boundary setting is so freaking hard sometimes. And I think about 
like the story that I sometimes hold about it. And this is part of like the people pleasing in me that is like that I'm in the process of healing is this idea that um, I'm hurting someone else and that's really hard to reconcile. So setting a boundary, filing for divorce, and then seeing the kind of pain that is caused by divorce and the fact that I had to move through and I think that there's still like parts that I move through um, and probably even some of that came up on the trip, honestly, um, especially with this experience I was just sharing about of like feeling this guilt and like taking almost this like ownership that the pain that other people are feeling is my fault. Um, and the fact that I was the one that was set, was setting the boundary then, and it's the way that I relate with boundaries, right? Because I, I grew up relating with boundaries that they are punishing, that they're punitive. And so then when I'm setting one, um, it's shifting the way that I see boundaries as being healthy and as being necessary. And sometimes they are uncomfortable. Sometimes they're painful. Sometimes it freaking hurts, but sometimes it's the only way to move forward, you know? And, uh, yeah. So like every single time I'm needing to set a boundary in my life, um, or, you know, say that, Hey, this isn't working for me anymore or whatever the situation is. Um, it's a practice in self-love and, um, it's honoring the other person too, because isn't it so beautiful that we have an opportunity to be true to ourselves for ourselves, but then also for that other person, because, just like we deserve to be in our authenticity, like don't they deserve that too, you know? And so, um, yeah, so it's been a journey to even navigate that whole boundary conversation. And um, and really like what it comes down to is like, it, it comes back to loving and accepting those parts of myself. And there's like a forgiveness piece, but I don't even know if that's like an appropriate word because like for me, I guess it is an appropriate word to say in this situation because it's so much about like self-forgiveness. It's not about, I mean, yes, there are these elements of like forgiving other people for the hurts that have been caused. I mean, that's, that's a real thing that I'm, you know, I move through, we move through in life. Um, but for me with these experiences, like when I would say, you know, just with my divorce and the guilt that I have on and off carried, um, from making the decision because of the hurt that I cause other people, um, you know, that's what I judge, right? Like I judge that I was the cause of this, this pain and, you know, whatever, even though it was like two-sided, right? Like we both contributed to the breakdown of it, but to be in a space of forgiving myself for the ways that I'm beating myself up about it. And I would say that maybe then that means that like my, the forgiveness that I, and needing for myself is it comes back to that that's what's loving and that's what acceptance means for ourselves it's just loving and accepting ourselves that's that's what forgiveness is and it's like so necessary for our healing it's so necessary for our growth as long as i stay in a loop of like allowing that part of me allowing that part of my heart to stay closed off it would be okay if that's what i chose it would be okay for me to stay in that space um but then in the midst of staying in that space, what it's going to mean though, is that I'm not going to be able to experience the fullness of really the things that are possible for me because there's a part of me that I'm still denying. There's a part of me that I'm still, you know, wanting to just like keep tucked away because 
that's a little bit easier than actually having to like face it and see it and realize like, oh man, yeah, I actually do feel heartbroken (laughs) about endings and relationships. And you know, it's hard. I mean, even if, even if you're the one that's like setting the boundary, it doesn't make it any less hard. And I know I'm talking about like the, the guilt piece, um, that I will sometimes feel about it. There's also the piece of like missing the freaking person, you know, and just knowing that that, like that person played a role in my life for whatever season it was. And they meant something to me, you know, and, and they still do mean something to me. It's just that it looks different now. You know, it had to change shape. It had to change form. And I'm going to have an episode coming out about that around just this idea of endings and beginnings and just how hard they can be. So that's what I wanted to share with you here today. So I so appreciate you being here and being present and just tuning in. Um, I hope that you do what you can to take care of yourself this week. And I wonder if there might be an opportunity for you to witness your own heart and, uh, you know, seeing our own pain and our own limitations can be really difficult, um, within ourselves. But even if you can just be present with the things that you're feeling, then take a step further and allow yourself to perhaps consider, okay, can I give myself some love here? Can I give this part of me some compassion here? You know, can I give this part of me some forgiveness? You know, and that might be, that might be something that you can step into. And it might also be something that's like, "Mm, um, I don't, I'm, I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling worthy of that. I'm not feeling like I can step into that. And you know what? Like, that's okay too, because I don't even know if it wouldn't have been for this trip. I don't know that I would have even had that raised awareness. I mean, maybe eventually it would have come up here in my life, you know, but it was present there because of the fact that I had that time, you know, I had that alone time and yeah. So it may or may not even be something that, um, that you notice anything, but I do invite you to, you know, just get curious about it and just check in with yourself around it. And, uh, I'm here if you need any support. I hope you enjoyed the episode today. Please subscribe and review the podcast. And if you think of someone that would find some encouragement in the episode, please share. And I hope that you can find 30 seconds in each of your days to take for yourself, no one else, and just take some deep breaths. Until next time.